No, that's what I love about the concept for your podcast. You know, when you came to me with the idea and the samples, it's like, you know, this isn't something that, you know, we've done anything like this. It's a deeper dive into some really great topics or conversation points. You know, now that I've heard, you know, kind of like what, three or four of them that you've recorded it's been really great. Like I find myself really intently listening to him because there's so much information in there that we can bring into our world as outdoorsmen, sportsmen, houndsmen. It's just a different level. So, I mean, what was it that drove you to really like, I mean, you sought us out to bring this podcast and, you know, it's been a little bit of a process and getting things lined out, but <laughs> it was your idea, you know, and I was super excited when I saw your email come in and I listened to that first one and I'm like, man, this is going to be something cool. I, I don't know if it's going to be for everybody, but there is definitely a group of people out there that I feel are really going to relate to this and they're going to just, I don't know, like we're all thriving or starving for information when you're constantly trying to like gain that knowledge you pack a lot of it into some of these episodes. <laughs> yeah, man. It, I really hope that people do get something from it. Uh, I enjoy conversational podcasts, and I, I think it's incredible podcasts are the new medium, or, or there's many new mediums arising, and podcasts are an incredible one. Uh, I, I used to be a huge reader, uh, you know, for, for school and also outside of school, and I don't know if I, I barely pick up a book anymore. I, you know, I read for research and things like that. But uh, n- n- there's just so much information out there on the internet, and so many ways to digest it. As you're, I, I really like to be busy, and you know, while I'm working on the truck or driving and looking for tracks, I can be listening to podcasts. It's amazing. I think that I s- felt that there was a hole in the hunting. Uh, I, I'm fallen deep into the dogs over the last few years and i'm still a newbie but uh i felt that there was a and so that's why i'm attracted to w and uh producing this sort of hound uh hound related podcast and hound related content with branches <laughs> out into other subjects uh but i think that there's a hole in sort in sort of there's lots of conversational podcasts but Something I really like about what, well, first of all, you guys are Western focused, which distinguishes you from the other hound podcast to me. And I'm really only mostly interested in Western hunting. Uh, you know, it's, I, I get a little bit from the other stuff, but it's primarily that. Uh, but the, den- I, the density that you get in something like, uh, those Brett Vaughn interviews with these old time drag around lion hunters or the guy, I, I can't remember, is his name Ollie Barney? Mm-hmm. The guy, no, maybe that's one of the guys he interviews. What's the name of the guy who did the first series that Brett got you access to and put out? Uh, are you talking about the Dale E tapes? Not the Dale E tapes, but before Brett started doing his own interviews, he was oh, first putting out... The ones you know with Bruce Kennedy. Bruce Kennedy, Bruce Kennedy. Like, oh my God, man, that really got me into, into listening to podcasts and just the the depths of those veins that he's tapping into, you know, when you do an interview with a guy who's been hound hunting and sort of looking deeply at dogs and at nature for 70 years, it has the density of interviewing a professor. Right. Know? Or more sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. A good professor. Yeah. That's, I mean, and that's the thing is, 
you get into these and, and I'm like you, I enjoy our conversational podcast. Like I love having that, but you don't know how many times I get done with them. And it's like, you know, you kind of put on your thinking cap. It just kind of naturally starts rolling and you think, man, I, I would have liked to have dove into that farther or it sparks an interest and you, you kind of start researching on your own. And I'm like you, I would love to find the time to sit and read. You know, I have a great library of hound books, uh, dog books, hunting stuff over the years. But the problem is the time. So that's when we kind of started dabbling in the podcast thing. I wasn't even a podcast listener, really. I knew what they were, you know. Um, But it's just made it so much more accessible to the average working man, family man. Uh, You know, we can all find time to usually listen to something, but not sit down and do the dive-in research. So, like, that's where you come in, Kyle. <laughs> you're you're I, doing I the think, diving for us, you know? I think that uh, sort of a, a lesson, like as if you were, you know, sitting in class with a teacher or and a back-and-forth question and answer, it's a more natural way to digest information. I don't think that our brains, especially a man's brain, is uh, is designed to sit and focus on text or dense text for two hours, you know? Sure. You, we sort of drill ourselves into doing it but we're more naturally able to sort of digest things and process information as we move as we uh as we as we solve problems you know physical problems right that's me and i think it seems to be many men no i think you're dead on you know because i can take if you handed me the same content in text form i guarantee you that i'm going to receive it better you know audibly I'm going to process it different, even if I'm busy doing something else, because it's like you're, you're doing a duty at some point. It's like, okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to do this where it's like almost a, I don't know, a conscious osmosis. Like you're awake and you're still soaking this all in while you're listening. And it's just really interesting because like, like you were talking about those old Bruce Kennedy tapes and the Dale Lee stuff and the knowledge that's behind those guys. I mean, I'll say Warner Glenn too. I mean, when I heard the podcast with Warner Glenn and, you know, now read the book, it's like, it's pretty crazy. The, the knowledge that's in those guys' minds and it's all right there and they are happy to give it to a captive audience. Like nobody wants to waste someone's time, right? Like my biggest thing is, and I teach my kids this all the time, questions are intended to get answers. If you're not going to pay attention and be captive there, why ask the question? You know what I mean? Yes. So, yep. oh, definitely. Like, that's why I love the podcast thing. I know that people love certain episodes or they like certain hosts. And that's so great because everybody has their, their base listening group, kind of. But this is so different because it touches on a lot of different things. Uh, you know, I don't want to spill the beans too much, obviously, because we've got episodes that we're going to be launching. But, you know, between dog training, biologists, outdoorsmen, I mean, you're kind of, you're hitting that fringe where everything's relative, but it's not like in your face. Yes, I expect this on the W Hunting Supply podcast. Yeah, and but I hope that these things are, you know, I think that houndsmen are, you know, we're more than just houndsmen and are engaged with many elements of the world. And I think it, I, I hope that it, it interests people. Uh, that something that is the foundation of the 
podcast is sort of a depth of relation to place. And it's something that I find in the hound hunting community. And it really appeals to me. I, I'm born and raised in the UK. And so I've we've got American family and sort of some relation here. But uh, I'm a bit of an amputee in that I don't have generations of, of knowledge of this nature and this place and a cultural history here. And houndsmen have built that to such an extent that when you go and listen to someone like Warner Glenn, you, it's, you know, you're uh, <laughs> stepping into a world of history and, and stories that because we use stories to understand the world. And I think that uh, to, to live in a world without stories is an amputee is a difficult and confusing thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where, and I feel this because I was not, I don't want to say I was born into a houndsman family. I had, I've said this before and I'm probably boring people with this, but I found out later on after I'd got into dogs that I did have family members. My great grandfather had hounds. My great uncle had hounds, you know, but none of this was any knowledge of mine prior to, you know, I was already neck deep in it kind of deal, but the people and the lifestyle and the culture around what we do. And I'm going to say as houndsmen, but in general outdoorsmen, it's like the, the secret club that there are n not many secrets once you're in it. Like people love talking about it and they love sharing experiences and they love sharing knowledge. They might not tell you where to go catch the biggest cat in the world. They might send you on a goose chase here and there, but you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's very <laughs> inclusive. I, I mean, how do you feel about that? I feel like 50% of guys who run dogs might not be houndsmen and they're worthless uh not as, as people and the other 50 percent are the best group of people i've ever met and uh a, a group of people who seem to be consciously orientating their life with sort of old school values sure. and it's something that has really like really impressed me and i i, I try to sort of live a value-driven life and uh consciously because i think that, that that's uh that's important and interacting with this group of people has really just added so much and doing things in the old way, you know, just like it's out. Maybe it's not the old way for some of the old timers on here, but like nowadays everything's email and text and blah, blah. And I feel like you reach out to someone in the home and community and they, here's my phone number. Like, let's meet up. Like, you know, and, oh, yeah. and that's how it goes. And it's, uh, I just really appreciate that way. Of doing things. <laughs> I laugh because my kids, it's funny because Obviously, my kids know what we're doing, like what I do for work, what I do with the dogs, but they're not involved at a beyond a certain level. Like like right now in our lives, I want to keep the drive there and I want to keep them guessing and I give them little pieces here and there to keep them motivated and, and it's something to drive them in that direction. But when we started taking them to like the field trials... It, it was funny to me because they're like, dad, how do you know we're going to the right place? And I said, well, we just know. Well, who told you? You know, they're very inquisitive. A child's mind, mm. like they need answers and they need answers that they can comprehend. Right. Or they're going to keep asking the infamous question. Why? <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm telling them like, you know, it's kind of one of those deals where it's, I don't want to say secret, but like, it's a secret club guys. Like, We've had these events over the years. Like you get to know these people most, you know, like you said, those old timers, 
you better pick up the phone and call him if you want to talk to him. Like you're not shooting emails to him. You know, you're, you're getting together, you're sitting around a campfire once a year and that's the time that you get to catch up with him. And it's something yeah, which, that can't be replaced. No, no, totally. It, which is wise because so many misunderstandings happen over the internet and you know, you sure. still something into text. I, I think that that's sort of the beauty of a podcast is it's, it's it is let we have more words to uh, and time and details of the voice to explain what we're talking about. So in these first few interviews I've been doing, uh, I, I, I want to do them in person. I did the first one in person and the next two on zoom and I'm going to go do the next one in person. But it's just, even on the phone, so much more is conveyed than if you distill it purely into text. And I think that that's, uh, in person is, is the best, but, uh, a lot of it seems like a lot of the conflict in the world is based on sort of the abstraction of uh, the abstraction of real world things, which are full of nuance into, you know, the binary sides of the Internet. And it's not a fruitful place to be. No, <laughs> no. And text it's so hard because it leaves so much for interpretation. You know, there there are certain things about us as humans that I feel like can't be conveyed any other way than face to face. Or hearing, you know, I mean, to nerd out, it's like your influxes and your vocal tones and things like that. Like, I can say something to someone, and we've all done this, right? I mean, somebody mistakes what you type, and all of a sudden it sets a tone in their brain, and it changes their reset, uh, how they receive the message. And it, what kills me with that is it, it just puts up this mental block where they're not going to get certain things out of it. We're like when we're doing these podcasts, it, there's emotion involved in it. And I really enjoyed, I'm not going to say the names of the podcast yet because I don't want to like let people know the guests before they launch. But there's been a couple of them that I've heard from you now that it's like, man, there is just so much storytelling. There is so much passion behind it that you can't get from reading an article. Like these guys are living and breathing it and they are real. I mean, that's just the, the layman's way to break it down, I guess. I, yeah, I, no, I'm that guy. No, like, sometimes you got to break it down for me. And I'll tell you, listening wise, I really enjoy it. I think you got some great guests going, and I love the idea behind it. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> I, hope it, I hope it turns into something, and I hope it's good. I hope people enjoy it. Well, we're going to find out. <laughs> Trust me, you'll be, you'll be the second one to know. I'll let you know how people yeah. like it. But we well, should probably yeah. introduce it. I mean, the name of the podcast, yeah. we're going to launch it once a week or sorry, once a month on Fridays, we're going to take one of the W spots and plug yours in and it's to sit by the river, correct? Yep. To sit by the river with guests. Uh, yeah, no, I, I hope that people like it and it's been a privilege for me to get to reach out. You know, it's what a blessing. Like I'm reaching out to all of these people who I respect and admire so much. And I have a venue to talk to them. Like, uh, I think we all, you know, secretly listen to our heroes and wish that we could meet them. And it's, uh, been also people who, uh, I, you know, sometimes have different feelings then, but face to face or talking over the phone, we can begin to broach those sort of conflicts and difficult subjects. And I'd like to get into some of the difficult subjects in a productive way. Arguing, I don't think it's, you know, I'll leave that for other people. Uh, I'm not an expert in anything, so I can't really argue about anything. All I can do is ask questions. Yeah. Well, and it, it's conversation starters. 
I mean, that's the thing is, I mean, there, there can be different points of view. And I feel like just as society, the art of conversation has really been lost. I mean, you and I could be on polar opposite ends of, you know, let's say a, a dilemma. And it doesn't mean we can't have a conversation about it, but I feel like on the whole, like that's just something that's slowly slipping away and it might not seem like much to some people, but as I grow and, you know, since I became a father and a husband and, you know, I'm growing as a person, it's one of those things where it's like Brett Vaughn. I mean, he pretty much nailed it. The born a hundred years too late, right? Like it's catchy, but like there's meaning behind that. A hundred years is not that long. When you think about perspective and you think about the old ways and the way things used to be, the way we did things, the way we treated people, the way we had conversations, like if there aren't people out there that can still master the art of conversation, I mean, how long is it before as a society like it's just communication breakdown. How else do you explain it? Yeah, but although, but I'm optimistic, man, and I think that regardless of what the facts say, the only choice is to choose optimism. And mm -hmm. uh, we look at the past and take all the all the good things that we want and and work towards them in the present. But I, I like uh, you know we're living in the good old days because we don't have any choice but to be right now. Right. That's the truth. Well, I, I'm thinking – now, granted, I, I apologize if the timeline doesn't line up because we are recording this, and we're still kind of working out some details, I know, for like your music and some of the editing stuff. But the goal is we're going to have this – the first podcast of yours launch probably – I mean, if we can make it happen, I'd like to launch it either next week or on Black Friday – you know, we'll have to see how things kind of work out, but it's, uh, I really want to encourage people to tune in. If you don't like listening to me and buddy, like at least come listen to Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> if only to throw tomatoes at me through the phone. <laughs> no, and Kyle, your last name is Dartnell, correct? Yeah, Dartnell. I, I knew I was probably going to butcher it, so I'm kind of surprised. But yeah, let's... um. I mean, now that we've kind of introduced people into it, is there, do you have any kind of social media set up now where people can contact you? Because that's probably one of the best parts to do with the podcast is getting the messages or, or getting, you know, people interacting with you. Are there places that people can find you? Yeah, I've got a Facebook. It doesn't have any sort of like, uh, I just use it for hound stuff. So it's uh, completely unpaid professional. Uh, <laughs> And my name is Kyle Dartnell. Uh, I've you could just phone me, <laughs> send me a letter, uh, and I'll put my I'll put my email and uh, my Facebook stuff on, and I don't know my phone number. I might end up getting some some weirdos, which could be interesting. Uh, but we can put that in the show notes somewhere. Yeah, we can definitely do that. And we're gonna again, we're gonna be doing these once a month, is what we're kind of working on right now. You've already got a better stockpile than I've got at the moment. I'm usually scrambling at last minute, and you're like on fire with it. Yeah, I, man, I'm really passionate about it. It's like it's a it's an awesome opportunity. I, I'm, I think the child's mind is 
place I like to be <laughs> and uh, questioning people and this whole process of learning to hunt, learning to hound hunt and these places, you know, you're talking about the sort of uh, breakdown of communication, but when I, I, you know, I have a completely dissimilar background from, I uh, go hunting with this old cowboy and he's just an awesome guy and been in the dogs his whole life. And we really probably don't have very much in our backgrounds in common, but, there's no there's no breakdown in communication because we're both looking at the dogs we're both looking at the sage you know it's uh it's sort of a common language there yeah well what what drove you to dogs i mean obviously it wasn't in your your history what was it that just drew you to it the same as everyone else man just one of those people who likes dogs (laughs) (laughs) uh i've just always loved dogs uh and Provided me with a way to uh, interact with hunting in the environment through something that I already love. Yeah. It, it's been an adjustment for me because I came, you know, I, not knowing sort of as a pet owner, uh, it's a whole new world when you get into working dogs and it opens you up to the reality of their nature. You know, I remember when I'm, I, I didn't know, it, it is a sort of mindfulness that is hard to grasp from the outside where like, it's hard to imagine that a dog is not a human, although that sounds very obvious, you know, uh, that they are truly not uncomfortable when they're sleeping outside in the doghouse and it's, you know, five degrees outside. And, and that's a that's a learning process. And I think that that's something I endeavor to spread to maybe a non houndsman audience. If there's any any listening here is sort of being a bridge between the 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 old dogman and the uh, and the undecided listener. Yeah. No, that that makes sense. I mean, then th- that is like there is a bridge. I feel like that does need built there, and it's an understanding that you can't have until you're immersed in it, right? Like w- once you're in it and you see, it, like I use natural drive as an example. Like they say, oh, you make this dog go do this. No, no. Like those dogs are begging you to just let them go run around the woods when it's you know 15 degrees outside in the snow that that's what they want to do that's where they are the happiest and oddly enough as we're freezing our butts off getting snowed on like that's probably where we're happiest also you know just being in the presence of an awesome working animal is something that you just can't you can't explain it in a way that people fully comprehend it unless they've experienced it and they just have the it factor, I mean, is how I call it. It factor. You either have it or you don't have it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So what drove you to like, take this to the step for the podcast? Well, I felt like, uh, I have a interesting voice, (laughs) not, not my actual voice, but, uh, I think that I come to things as a slightly unorthodox position in this community and, uh, and, and the desire to meet and talk, you know, all the questions that I ask are questions that I, I just want to ask in here, you know, outside of the podcast, I I'm sort of always looking for uh, a way to understand the world. And it's something that maybe we've lost to some extent in that, in the tribe, we go to the elders for answers and, and and not just elders, but just the wise men and women for answers. 
and to provide a forum and ask the questions and stimulate them because a lot of the time in our sort of commercialized world, uh, questions can be shallow and, you know, like uh, answering themselves. And I, I hopefully I don't want to ask questions to which I already know the answer. Mm -hmm. No, and I picked that up. You're very engaging with the guests. You can tell it's 100% genuine. You know, it is not just going through the motions. Like you, how much time have you been putting into prep work before you actually do the recording? I can tell you do prep work. Oh, <laughs> a, a lot, lot more than me. <laughs> you know, you know, I got Lyme disease a number of years ago, sort of the curse of being outdoors. And it uh, has made my brain slower than it was beforehand. So I do as much prep as I can in order to be, you know, prepared so that if I'm foggy, I, I still have you know, enough information to go on. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that uh, to approach something seriously and with depth, you know, the depth that these people deserve because they've devoted their lives to these things. Yeah. Well, I, I can tell you, man, I'm super excited. I know it's getting late your way and I, I appreciate you jumping on with me real quick. And you said you weren't worth talking to. You're like everybody else I talk to. They say, oh, I don't know if I'd be good on a podcast. But what I'd like to do with you is now that we've kind of introduced everything, I'd like to get a couple of episodes out there and have you back on and, and we'll do kind of a recap and do some deep diving and, and talk about your plans going forward and just kind of engage you with our listeners. And I just really want to encourage everybody, you know, we're going to try to keep this on a monthly rotation as far as, you know, if it's going to be the third Friday of the month, we're going to try to keep it that way so that people can just tune in. I know people look forward to podcast launch day every week. So I, I just want to say, Kyle, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you reaching out to us because this is a great project that you've got going on. I've really enjoyed our conversations off air, you know, and I look forward to lots more of them and having you back, bud. Yeah, over a campfire. Hey, uh, yeah, apparently now you know where I live. Like, you were in the general area. Next time you come <laughs> out, I expect a phone call. Not an email, a phone know. call. I don't know. The sites I was seeing from I-5, I might just stay in Idaho. Dude, I'll tell you, things keep getting much worse. I'm going to end up your way, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, man, thanks for having me on. And, uh, I, you know, I, I reached out to W because... I've just had amazing experiences with you guys. I love the podcast and uh, the emphasis on community. Uh, it's never seemed money hungry. You know, the, the service commercially is insane. Like it's, it's better than I want actually. Like you guys need to take some more time in sending that stuff out there. I'm worried about your employees. Like <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're, they're far too efficient. Uh, but no, seriously, it's a, it's a great thing that you're building and I appreciate you letting me be a part. Oh, man. We'll, we'll welcome you. When we started this, I'm sure I've told this before, but when we started the podcast, a buddy didn't know what a podcast was. The first one I sent him that I recorded with a friend of mine, but I, I had written a plan for the, the W Hunting Supply podcast, and it was, you know, just a brief outline. It was, you know, our target, you know, what demographics were we looking at touching, the mission of the podcast, you know, it. And it got tabled for a long time, like three years, I think. And then once everything kind of emerged and people started producing other podcasts, you know, it was like, now's the time to revisit it. 
So, so buddy came to me and I thought, okay, but let's try to, let's revisit this here. And I did the same thing without referencing what I had written three years ago, as far as demographics and the feel and what, what we were trying to accomplish. And I knew that he was dead on when he said, I think it's time. And I did that. And then I compared the notes. It was like, yeah, it still lines up. And that is community based. Like our customers, our listeners, our fellow houndsmen. I, I don't care what the differences are. Like this is a round table where we can all come together. We got coon hunters. We got coyote hunters. We got bear hunters, lion, fox. You know, like we're all from different walks. But that was the goal was to have just this common meeting ground. And I think you're bringing a really cool piece to that, Kyle. And I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. And dude, something I'm especially grateful for is all the people that I have met. And I hope to meet, you know, it's just, it's a, the world is a beautiful thing and that it keeps expanding. And I, I don't, I don't want to get stuck. At, the old men can have born one and years too late. But uh, for those of us who are young, <laughs> we're, the world has to stay beautiful. Oh, for sure, man. Well, we'll stay in touch. I'm going to get working on this. We've got uh, Colby starting on some editing so we can hit the road with this. And we're hoping to have your first episode out here in the next couple of weeks. And I look forward to touching out, base man. with you. Awesome. Thanks, Jason. Hey, anytime, Kyle. Thanks for coming on. <laughs>